Yo, Vern. Yeah, what up? What's going on? So you ready for this? Yeah, let's get to it. All right, count it down. Three, two. What's going on, Versus Community? It's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. It's Vern Lee, back in business. All right, so we finally got first preview for Freedom Force. We got it. Got some solid stuff here. Ain't but three cards, technically. Three characters, but this is some good stuff. So they go on uh, second round of previews for the Omega arc. Last preview fo- focused on the alternate timeline of future past. And this focuses on Brotherhood of Mutants, including three prominent members of Freedom Force. Starting off with Mystique. So we got Mystique, level one Brotherhood character. Three, four for stats. Uh, five health. She has a superpower, a palette of possibilities, build phase yellow, put 1-1 one, one counters on Mystique equal to the number of different team affiliations on supporting characters on your side. And level up the condition, paint with a broad brush, level up 4 XP. When you recruit a character, Mystique gains 1 XP for each of its printed team affiliations. It doesn't share with other characters on your side. Huh, that is interesting. And because level two is completely different, we got to talk about level one separately. That is interesting because I did not get to sit back and examine that that much with uh, work going on today. But uh, thoughts on thoughts on Mystique level one, Vern? It's pretty. Yeah, I'm right here. You hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah somebody just texted me some nonsense. Uh, oh, gotcha. Because you're breaking in and out while they texting you. So I was wondering if you was breaking up. <laughs> yeah, three, three, four, and five. Um, I mean, that's not good, you know. <laughs> not even close, no. <laughs> that's not status. good. <laughs> Typically, that's not good. But then uh, the XB condition is simple. Um. I was trying to I was actually trying to sit here and rack my brain and see if there were any characters that had multiple team affiliations that are early. And I don't think there are. Um that's a you mean like on turns one and two before obviously Lambert comes out? Yeah. Um I thought about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Because mm-hmm. they had like their own weird team affiliation. Yeah, but I think they swap places or something. I don't think one stays on the field when the other one is on the field. Uh, yeah, mine. Search, search, search your deck for a supporting character named Devil Dinosaur and put him on your side. Shuffle Moon Girl into her owner's deck. Oh, I see what you're saying. They have two team affiliations. Yeah, but she's a three cost. Right. So what I'm saying is uh, you would be able to, you if you play those characters, you'll be able to level up on three because they have, don't they have two team affiliations? Oh, you're saying if you played for the level-up condition, gotcha, right. gotcha. Because just, she I'm, says, we, when you recruit a character, Mystique gains one XP for each of its printed team affiliations that it doesn't share with other characters on your side. Oh, nice one, nice one. Because what I was thinking of was a palette of possibilities playing Lambert on three. Then, yeah, we we, we going to get to that. Right, right. <laughs> so we're gonna get level to that up condition. That's pretty good for level up condition because Moon Girl is um, 
Atlantean, not Atlantean, um, Inhumans, <laughs> Inhumans, and her own team affiliation, Devil Dinosaur is monsters, and him and Moon Girl share a team affiliation. So if you play right. one of them, you know you're getting two XP. Right. That's a good point. So you can okay. level you can level up on three. If that's if that's the way you want to play it, right. You can as long as you drop a character on one and two, and then you drop one of those two, right. You'll which have, will be easy because mm-hmm. you you'll have you know two three drops, right. And you can level on three, you know, just straight out if that's what you're going for that fast level up, because mm-hmm. that level two isn't bad either. Um, right. Right. But but now let's get to the uh, the crazy the potatoes. stuff. Potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. A right. palette of possibilities to rephrase it or to reread it. Bill Faye's yellow, put a plus one, plus one counter on Mystique equal to the number of different team affiliations on supporting characters on your side. That's got, that's Lambert all day, dude. Twice yep. on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's Lambert all day. You play in Lambert, you're getting all the good affiliations. If, if any new affiliations start to exist out of this new set that's coming up, Lambert is only going to get better for her with this ability as the game ages. You know what he I'm saying? He is. Not that it matters. Right. Not that it matters. Right. It really depends on how you want to play the game. Because if you want to put the counters on her, you want to play Lambert. If you want to level up fast and get to that level two, which is pretty nice, you can do that too. You can do both. You can play Lambert. Yeah, you really can do both. And then play Moon Girl or Devil Dinosaur the next turn, level up on four instead of three. And then you have a bunch of counters anyway. You know what I'm saying? You can also, you can also just play a bunch of small characters if you want to level faster. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to do it mm-hmm. uh, however you want to do it. But, now, that, but Lambert, Lambert, that Lambert uh, in use with her yellow superpower is just, that's just bonkers for a turn, for a turn three play. You huge. You'll be the biggest thing out. I mean, granted, it's just counters. You got you got plenty of ways to overcome it, Chuck and and Red Team and all that type of stuff. But just the fact that you can get that big, and yeah, we know JJ, but we we hashtag find solutions for JJ. So we don't care about JJ. So, um, like I said, that that right there, that's problematic because that that isn't. It's not broken, but it is meta warping. Because if there's a, a a tournament where Mystique is legal, this version of Mystique is legal, she's a threat. She's you, a threat. you have to account for it. You have to right. account you, for it. You don't have a choice. And you can't just sit you back and be like... You gotta account for 18 counters. Right. And you can't be like, oh, well, I'm gonna just play JJ. Seriously? You know how much lethal is from turns one through five? You you know what I'm saying? There's a ton of lethal. You know, look at looking mainly at... um. You know, Primeval, who's everybody's go-to lethal character, you know. So, um, like I said, ain't nobody sweating JJ. You gonna have to play with more, more anti, anti-counter hate than, uh, or more counter hate than normal, just because she's gonna be just that big of a threat. Now, moving on to level two, really emphasizes how big of a threat. Now, before you move on to level two, I want, I want to bring up something. Go ahead. Okay. So. When Lambert comes out, right, you get every he gets every good team affiliation in existence. Right. So that means if you can keep Lambert safe, 
you can keep her at level one indefinitely if you only play good uh, team-affiliated characters from that point, right? If you keep Lambert out, every time she flips a yellow, she's going to get the same amount of counters. No, but what I'm that's not the point. What you're saying? What I'm saying is you can keep her at level one and keep playing good characters and she'll never get XP. She'll never get XP. As long as, as, long as you keep Lambert out there because <clears throat> oh, right. they, yeah. they won't get XP. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So right. And then you even if you even if they can stun her right, you can just mm-hmm. play another yellow and put more counters counters on, on her. Right. And just Which keep her at because you lose that because you lose that power. Right. Going to level if you two. level up. Right. So I just thought that might be a strategy that somebody might try. No, it's a legit strategy because it is it's not enough JJ's versus enough lethal. You know what I'm saying? And because she only has the yellow on uh, turn one, if you're going to keep her, if, like, let's say your whole deck is good and it's full of, it's got, you know, you mulligan for Lambert. Okay. So uh, that basically means she, she's, for the most part, not going to level up. And then you're going to be able to go ahead and, uh, like I said, just keep keep get going at JJ. So, like I said, right. I, don't, I don't see a problem with it. So here's one other question. Here's okay. one other question. So if you do keep Lambert on three, right? And then you drop Praetor on four. Yep. Can you then switch to evil characters? And they become will they will they become good before nope. uh his power kicks in or, or what? No. No. They'll be evil when they come in. Because okay. she's because it says when you recruit a character. Oh yeah. So, then oh, there you go. I, see, I see what you're saying. You're saying does the appear effect kick in before the recruit effect kick in, kicks in? No, no. If it's if it's right. recruit, if it's a right. recruit effect, then no, uh, it won't work. Just yeah. the thought I literally just had. Got you. No, I I, I completely understand where you're coming from because you're saying if uh, we go forward, you play evil characters that'll turn good. They'll all have plus two counters on them. Right, because of because of Praetor. Yeah, I feel I feel you. So that she'll be huge and they'll be huge. Pretty yeah. much, this ability single handedly warps the meta. It's not game breaking at all. It's it's just like I said. You you have to this like Kitty Pride. There isn't enough effects that's going to affect that. That ability isn't warping enough. It's strong, but it's not warping enough because you have early game stuff that can contend with bigger characters coming out early. You know, like you said, we got Chuck, you got Red Team, stuff like that. You know, you got people that just swing swing high. You know, uh, Primeval swings high, Onus swings high, you know, and they still early game. So her ability to bring out that those uh, resources early and then stun herself in order for her to have the, the jump on folks isn't, isn't still isn't that big of a deal. However, this is a different story. To me, this is a this is a completely different story, you know. So, um, like I say, it'll be interesting to see what people do. And I think there's a there's a theme that's happening where we're seeing more and more characters that you might keep level one versus going to level two. But uh, speaking of level two, let's go ahead and get to level two because, like I said, this card is completely different. So now we got. Mystique Steel Brotherhood level two six eight five health. She got two abilities. Keyword is superpower. 
combat master when she's in combat enemy characters can't play plot twists and she has the perfect metamorph main phase red choose an enemy character mystique loses her name her names and team affiliations and gains that character's names and team affiliations until she is stunned if she will be stunned while she has the chosen character's name randomly either stun her or the chosen character instead this is some cry check mess right here it is this this right here is some cry check mess dude <laughs> this 50 50 coin flip deal this this is some some nonsense so a few more details on uh, the perfect metamorph when she uses it you may choose a face down character if the chosen character would get stunned by the perfect metamorph but is already stunned nothing else happens neither is neither it nor mystique gets stunned however if the chosen character is no longer in play when mystique would be stunned mystique gets stunned normally that's something to keep in mind so that means you might not want to choose a support character for perfect metamorph you might want to choose a, a main character also keep in mind uh the effect for perfect metamorph lasts until mystique gets stunned if it allows her to avoid getting stunned, the effect remains active. In other words, a single use of the power could prevent several stuns to Mystique. Again, that is seriously meta-warping. Finally, even if the perfect metamorph is active, Mystique can use it again to change her name and affiliations and to have a different enemy character become her new potential stun replacement. Note, if Mystique takes the name of a unique character with the same name as a supporting character on your side, that supporting character would get KO'd, which is definitely a good point to bring out. So, like I said, this is, uh... Mystique constantly got some nonsense going on. Every iteration of her card. Like, good grief. So, thoughts on uh, level two? Yeah, I got a few. Uh, first of all, 6-8 stats, not bad. Um... Six eight five health. That's my boy Falconer right there. This this power, especially because you can level up so quickly. Mm-hmm. This power is a is just a constant nuisance mm-hmm. because she doesn't lose it unless she gets stunned. Right, you can get multiple instances of her supposed to be be getting stunned, and then instead, whoever you named is stunned. And it can just keep repeating itself. Like that is messed. That's messed up, man. That that's really yeah, messed up. So you can like just rush level her if you want, and then just flip a red, and your opponent basically just has to hope <laughs> they win the coin toss or whatnot. And the yep. thing is, I don't even think nullifier or Cosmo can stop it because once the effect is in order, it's already out there. So it's, they can't even stop it. They can stop you from using it. They can't stop the effect after it's already taken place. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's it's, already it's lost like her name and the, the perfect metamorph has already happened. So I understand what you and, mean. And yeah. nothing even works, man. It's like you can't you can't even you can't even power cosmic your way through this. Right. Like it's all based on a coin flip. Yeah. And there's and there's no downside to it because it only it only kicks off. You only get the coin flip if she actually gets done. And it makes it even worse if you level up when she has 17 or 18 counters on. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. this, this is, this is, this is rough. <laughs> it's really it rough, is. man. It is. No, I agree uh, the only other thing, 
the only other thing I got to say is I, I, I was trying to figure out a way to make the the other makes the, the other aspects of the power beneficial. Like, does gaining is there anything or any way that gaining somebody else's name could possibly help her? Like, how could you anticipate? gaining a certain name being beneficial for you because I don't know how many cars actually uh, um I would think see she choosing enemy characters is difficult because you're not controlling that like for example right. Fire Lord Fire Lord says he can't get rid of Captain America or Wolverine so logically if you know somebody's playing Fire Lord you'd want to be Captain America Wolverine not that it would affect obviously Mystique I'm just talking about some type of power that targets a specific named character. And Fire Lord is the first one that came to my mind. So if you have an ability um, that is saying so-and-so does this, I can see how that would benefit you. But because she's choosing an enemy character, you can't build your deck based off of what you assume your enemy is going to play. Exactly. Right. And that, that to me, is a balance, or pretty balanced power. Because anytime yeah. you have to go with what your opponent is doing, you always are are in the dark because we this is an imperfect game. It's not a perfect game like chess or checkers. It's an imperfect game. You don't you don't know what they have or what they're going to do, and that means that you have um, an inconsistency here, depending on if you want to stun somebody's support character or if you want to stun somebody's uh, main character. Like if you always choose someone's main character then you're at that character's mercy depending on what they do. But if you choose a support character, then that means you have the option of board control. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, say, for example, they have a main character that turns face down, like Warren Officer Ripley or Ghost. Okay, well, then that means when their support characters go swing into you, you're just getting stunned like normal. Am I reading that right? No, you, it's possible that you can still, you know, they can still oh, the, lose. The effect like could still go to them, but they right. wouldn't get stunned just they already get... face down. Yep. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, well, well, if that's the case, that makes it even more powerful. But if you choose a support character and then that support character is no longer in play, then she gets stunned as normal. Yeah, I'm calling you MC out. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling MC out. I'm, I'm putting these counters on me. I'm leveling up, yep. and we're about to have some fun when I flip this red. For real. And, and the thing about it is, if she doesn't get stunned, she keeps the ability. That's efficient. So that means I'm not using up all my reds every single turn. It's not even per turn. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I get to keep this ability until you do something to me. So if I got 14 plus counters and then I level up and I'm 6, 8 plus the 14 to the 17 counters or whatever nonsense and I use perfect metamorph, come on, man. I mean, if I'm that big, I'm not going to use perfect metamorph anyway because I can't take the chance that I'm going to lose all my counters. You got to come attack me. I'll use perfect metamorph after the fact. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm I'm, I'm going to use perfect metamorph. You just got to you just might not be able to, to to get the effect to actually go off. Right. But it's a 50-50 shot that it can go off and then I get stunned and I lose all my counters. 
But, but the only way for that, the only way for that to work would be if they actually are able to stun you. So I mean, it's not like you lose anything. May be, they may actually have a way to stun me. So I'm like, and okay, if, if they do, I'll, then I'll, you I'll flip win. the coin. I got you. I see what you're saying. Right. If if they have that ability, I got you. So they they come in with a uh, iron fist or some junk, then I flip the coin, or they come in with Chuck swinging for twenty seven. I got you. Now that makes sense. Yeah. And now I got a 50-50 shot of not losing counters. The thing about it, though, what makes this card so great, in my opinion, design-wise, mm-hmm. is this an extremely powerful effect. It is. That has a bunch of counters to it. And, and like we, uh, well, the team was talking about it earlier in the day, and I was like, man, it's a ton of counters to this. And I'll just listen them off. Like, you can do right. this, you can do that, you can do that. Yeah. It's combat stuff, it's out of combat stuff, mm-hmm. plot twists, it's all types of things you can do. But when the fact that you have to actually plan for something like this, because it's, it's just to me, it's just like Johnny Storm. You got to plan for Johnny Storm. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, these are characters that get big extremely quickly, uh, really faster than most counters, counter uh, decks used to get. Like, even Thor doesn't move this fast. Nah, so, not so close. It, it, you have to prepare for these types of decks now. And if you don't prepare for these types of decks, you're just going to lose. It, it's just that simple. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 like I said, as soon as, as soon as a, a, a tournament comes where this card is legal, we got a problem. Out the gate, we got a problem. Because when the cosmic format is officially over, what's the next format? You uh, don't know. <laughs> that it hasn't been announced. Nothing has been announced. The next format hasn't been announced. The November release hasn't been announced. Gotcha. Nothing has been announced, and we're getting close now. What well, we got a month till the, this format is over. I thought this format we, was over no. in September. I oh, yeah, it December. Oh, yeah, end of September. Yeah, so we got about a month. About a yeah, month in weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they'll, they'll say something about the next format. But hopefully they'll they'll let us know, at least clue us in on what's going to happen with uh, the November release. I mean, hey, they, they got something as awesome as X-Files coming back up. I'll take the surprise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They popped up like. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, we're gonna get y'all X Files. Like, X Files, what the oh man, X Files. <laughs> so Yeah, I just I just hope it's something I care about to some degree. Like, don't give me no golden child or <laughs> <laughs> Big Trouble in Little Big China. Big Trouble in right? Little China. I, I don't want any I don't want any parts of that at all. Like give me something <laughs> that's decently cool, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So so now we said all of this about Mystique and she got Combat Master to really put salt in the wound. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm already going to be big, but then now you can't use no plot twist while I'm swinging at you either. Uh, oh, while you swing it at me. Like, bruh, come on. So that, so now you know how hard it is, how hard it's going to be to be able to actually get her stunned. <laughs> you know? So like I said, this is, you got to rely on superpowers to get the job done. So this that's is or, or team huge, attacks, man. right? That's a huge deal. See, everybody's talking about perfect metamorph and uh, 
palette of possibilities, but Combat Master is warping those abilities to be way stronger than they already are. You know? So you put a bunch of counters on her, then you level up and you got Combat Master, she just don't start cracking skulls. You know? So, uh, until you get a character that's big enough to team attack or what have you, or get a character that's got the superpower to allow it, so one of the downsides to her is if you plan on leveling her up, you're not going to play her mono. You can't. You, you, you I don't think saying? you plan a mono at all. Right, but I'm saying if you were playing a palette of possibilities, you're not playing her mono. The the way that the powers are, you you can't play her mono. You you know what I'm saying? Right. So that means you you know your opponent does not have access to stand together. So, uh, well, she got combat master. So, like I say, like <laughs> the dude. The, She's just more and more ridiculous as I as I think about it. Just as I'm thinking about it, because like I said, I got what 20 seconds to look at her before. So um, she's just a really good character that's not broken. That's just right. basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now that I see Mystique, I see what all the hoopla was about. Because this next card is really the card we've been looking for, sort of. Yep. So uh um, well, I've been looking for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Astra, Brotherhood, four four cost range, five two for stats, one health, superpower, and keyword. The first recruit. You pay three less to recruit Astra if you haven't recruited any supporting characters this game. Fantastic ability. Cloning technology, main phase yellow and red. Clone an enemy supporting character. Now what what in the world is cloning? All right, to create a clone, put a token copy of the chosen character onto your side. Copy has all the printed characteristics, name, team, cost, attack, defense, health, powers of that character, but nothing else. It appears face up and ready. It does not appear with any counters or status effects like burn. Uniqueness does apply to the token. So that means if you create a token copy of a character, uh, token copy of the chosen character onto your side. So if you create a, cho- a token copy of a character, if it has the same name as another character, it dies. But your token has all the abilities of the other character. That's interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. Man. That's pretty good. Thoughts on uh thoughts on Astra? Man, this card is huge. Yeah, it is huge. All right, so I don't. I'm pretty sure we aren't the only team that has been trying to trying to, or I'm not even gonna say trying because we basically gave up because we are we all knew Magneto needs another one drop Brotherhood character. Yep. And as soon as he gets it, everybody is gonna be trying to figure out just how good he will be. Mm-hmm. Because just having pyro was ju- it just wasn't enough because you can't one you're not gonna put one enough. out of fifteen cards right nah man nah okay so her the most the 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 best part of her ability is that you can recruit her at one mm-hmm. and if you get her at one the best part of that is what's gonna be played to counter a lot of these powerful one drops does not work on her. Right. Tim don't work on her. So Tim Tim doesn't work on her. 
that that is that is outstanding. Yep. That alone, this alone makes Magneto. It puts him on a map. Like everybody mm-hmm. needs to figure out, man, how good can Magneto be? Right. And on top of that, if they get another, yet another one drop, which is possible, mm-hmm. oh, it's on, it's on. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is on. The now the Conan ability that's ridiculous too. It is because you uh, get the free it, character it, out with all these different abilities, and you're getting the health of the character that you you uh you clone it. Because if I'm reading that, this right, really, it's saying. The copy has all the printed characteristics, name, team, cost, attack, defense, health, and powers. So that means you can you can play her and clone Galactus. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to spend 12 health. I can just clone the dude you got. That's ridiculous, dude. Now it's, it's, it's crazy. Here, here, here's another kicker for you. If you clone a swarm character, you up a character. Like if you have characters in your deck that's got swarm, you up a character. So she could go into a deck like, um, let's see, like Queen, where you need a character that's got swarm or some somebody else that's on that same same issue. She could go in Ultron, dude, and then use the blue ability bring to go get another Ultron. Not that you Wait, would. What? I'm, I'm just Ultron, the, the the illustrated dude. You can clone your support character Ultron because doesn't he go in the deck and go get another Ultron? Oh yeah, but I see the only thing is that relies on your opponent to be playing it. Because no. you can only clone your opponent's characters, right? And what she say do it? It says you clone an en- oh an enemy supporting character. Got gotcha. you. Dang it. Okay. Okay. Now that would be that would that'd now be, that would really be, be something. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be going on places with that one. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. good enough. It's good enough. Yeah. Just <laughs> just being able to clone because every time you clone somebody, because technically you play her with Swain, it's gonna cost you one less. Every time you clone somebody, you're getting board control. And that's ridiculous. So that's not something that should be slept on. I'm going to spend two resources. I'm going to spend two locations in order for me to get board control. And I'm gaining all the abilities of what character my opponent has. Yeah, I'll do that in the drop of a hat. Especially if you're in a situation where you're playing, um, like, say, for example, you're playing a photo deck. But I got an illustrated deck and I got Astra in my deck. And you play, um, you play Mordo. Okay, I'm going to clone Mordo. Now I'm gonna shut your your stuff down too. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. How are you cloning Mordo? I'm cloning my enemy support character. They playing a, like I said, they playing a. But you gotta, but you gotta play a superpower to do it. That don't mean that I'm not. I can nullify the his ability. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, you I got, I got ways around it. that. I could Cosmo his ability, but I'm still getting. That's true. I'm still getting all the printed characteristics, so I I, I got ways around that. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, I can play Astro on turn turn one, and then play Cosmo. You know, the next turn. You know, or, or I know that you gonna play JJ. Okay, I'll Cosmo JJ, and then I will play Astra. 
and then I'll clone JJ. And now I got a flyer with Tough and three health in the front row. And yeah, Astra's still and Astra's still bucking shots for five. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. So it's it, it's the, the, I mean that ability has a lot of potential, a lot of potential, and you put in a situation where you have a a mid range cost character that could be played in the late game that could really do some serious damage. Like oh that, man, that's the crazy thing, right? Like oh, I can use her. That's the crazy thing. At any other time, when they're playing all these big characters, and I'm going to still get all their abilities. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna play Astra. It's only gonna cost me four, but I'm gonna clone your seven drop, and I still got three health left. Or I'm gonna still play JJ. You know what I mean? Yep. So now your seven drop is going against my clone seven drop. You got to struggle to try to get to Astra. And then if Astra still face up, she's still on the field the next turn. I can clone somebody else you put out on the field. Okay. I ain't even about to get started with stuff like copycat in Astra. You know what I mean? So it is it has the potential to just seriously get out of hand. Because imagine if you got two clones going off per turn. Yeah, it sounds expensive, but it's still doable. Especially like I said, when you got stuff like um um what's her name? Captain Swain reducing the cost. Right. You know, you know? Or you got keys making other colors viable. Yep. You know, it's so definitely possible. Right. Sitting back having copycat and Astra cloning two characters a turn, one hundred percent doable. One hundred percent doable. You know, so like I said, this is this could get out of hand real quick. Real quick. You know, so I I I like Astra just for the potential that she has to go in so many different decks to do so many different things. You know, so I think she can pull you out of a jam real quick. Oh, you played JJ and you called uh keywords. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to still clone your... I mean, not JJ. You play Dark Phoenix and you call keywords. That's fine. I'm going to just clone your Dark Phoenix so you can't fly over here and hit me until you got a solution for this this clone Dark Phoenix. She's still 10-15 flight range. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you going to bring out Galactus? Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to clone him too. You know, so, like, this is... Man... This is I, I really see her being in a swarm deck just because she saves you from having to um put a lot of big characters in your deck. You know, she's really gonna keep you um with the curve and you'll still have a deck that allow you to, to swarm. And board controls is definitely going to be in your favor. We ain't even talked about how Astra is on the same team with Pyro. And, P- and Pyro is, is going to create some type of fire clone, and she's going to create a clone, and that's going to give you four characters. It's a lot going on. It's a lot. 
It's a lot. Yeah, I like Astra. That's a good addition to the, the Brotherhood team. Definitely a good addition. So, last card up. We finally got to Rogue. This is OG Rogue before she got to uh got to the X-Men. Man, so, I forgot how rough looking Rogue was she was in Brotherhood. <laughs> I know. She was ooh. What? Comb your hair or something. What, what, what is was going with that on? style, man? It's like everybody had that style. I don't know what. Like Wolverine had that style. Rogue <laughs> had that style of hair. Wolf like, Spain had it. Yeah. Like, dude. Uh, Star not... Fox. Did Star Fox have that? Yeah, yeah. Or was it Quicksilver? No, Who I think it's came Star up Fox. with that? I don't know, dude. I don't know. What is that? A bob? A straight mullet bob or something? <laughs> She was rough. Oh my goodness! Ooh, some makeup on the side. Man, proportions are straight though. I like the proportions. This is not not yeah. like Rob Liefeld style. But uh, so Rogue, we got a Brotherhood Rogue five five cost four seven one health permanent power absorption. When Rogue kills an enemy supporting character and survives. She adds its printed attack, defense, health, and keyword and superpowers to her own until she leaves play. Then she loses this power. So she gets to use this power one time. So power absorption says she gets all those abilities. And um, for example, if she KOs a 4-4 character with two health, she will get a permanent plus four, plus four, and plus two health. She also gains the KO character's printed keyword and superpowers. However, once Rogue absorbs the stats and powers from a character, she loses permanent power absorption. I'm iffy on Rogue. I'm glad that they they added to the five drops because uh, what's his name? The new dude from the crossover set isn't enough. But five drop with four attack Nah, nah, that's not enough. Her six drop with flight and six six is better. And two health. Mm. Go ahead and say what you got to say, because I got to talk about this. Here's my issue. Her being four seven on five is under curve, because you got all the spider Mm -hmm. characters that's four seven on four. And mm-hmm. in order for her to use her ability, she obviously is attacking down on someone. Like, yeah, I could see if mm-hmm. she could if she could KO a character like Primeval. Obviously, she's under in the plus. You know, that's a that's a up for her. She could KO a character that's got range. You know, like if she KOs solo, something like that, she'll have range. She can attack, and everybody else will get get uh, counters. Okay, cool. And with her being rogue. You can play a, a solo on your end, and then you'll be getting two characters or two counters per uh, per swing. You know what I'm saying? So the potential is there for her to take out weenies, but I don't see her taking out somebody that's going to be significant enough. Again, like I said, I just I just got to this character, so um, I don't see her taking out somebody significant enough, easily enough, in order to make this worth it. Um, I could see her maybe taking out, say, if she could take out Chuck with a lethal, 
you know, on a maybe on a team attack, or she somehow is able to use a killer voice, and she can lethal chuck. She'll get plus three health, and she'll get Jovian strength. Okay, cool. That'll be worth it, you know. But um, aside from that, it's like, what? What's your thoughts on Rogue? All right. First of all, shout out to Danny and Ben for uh, putting this uh, permanent power absorption in, <clears throat> onto this character and referencing one of the most bogus things I've seen in comics before. Yep. <laughs> With her putting Carol in the coma for I Decades. don't know how. <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember when they when they uh when they hit the X Men and went to visit Carol. I was like, man, I forget she was still around. <laughs> She in a hospital bed like 15 years later. But anyway, um, I love this car, man. I love it. I love this car. Um, okay, so four and seven for a five drop at this point is trash. It's trash. Um, most people are starting to gravitate towards she thing, which means you got an eight. Six with three health. Roll can't do anything with that. Uh, so basically, what you're counting on is them having somebody on the field that she can that she can target. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. And I think the potential though is just good enough where it matters because we have long been beyond the point where everybody's just playing on curve stuff right all the time, like. People are usually only packing three fives, three sixes, and three sevens in their decks now. They're, they're mm-hmm. expecting that they're going to have to underdrop at some point. And a lot of people are going to be trying to basically play JJ late game anyway. Right. Like, if she can if she can kill a JJ mm-hmm. and, and, and pack on three health and plus four and plus three, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm good with that. Like even if, even if she let's say she 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 takes out the worst character ever, like let's say she takes out like Kobig or something, mm-hmm. I take that. Oh yeah, I take a Kobig that's shutting. I take a character that has two health and is shutting off your team affiliation. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. And considering that she's Brotherhood, that means things like Sacred Ground is in play. So she actually can stun up the curve or That's stun true. That's true. on the same team because they have the tools to do it. And Brotherhood also has uh, superior genetics, so you can make her bigger. Yeah. You know, there, there are things you can do. I mean, there's might makes right. There's all types of stuff. Because if she pulls it off, if she if she takes off the right character, it's, it's, it's tough. Especially with all the other tricks this team seems to have. Like this this whole theme of this uh, uh, Freedom Force affiliated part of the Brotherhood seems to be just taking all types of crap. Mm-hmm. And we've already talked about like Pyro and Astra and now her, where they're basically just turning, turning your team against you. Right. Yeah. And you know, everybody is already playing heat. Like every time you go to attorney, it's going to be heat coming. Right. Now you're still in the heat. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like her, man. Like, I, you could, man, shoot, I'll, I'll hold all my good stuff in my hand just so I can, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just so mm-hmm. I can make her ridiculous. No, I feel I'm you. good with it. It's it's not as, like, like for example, like Mystique, 
the Mystique MC, that's going to always be good. Right. Astra, that's going to always be good. She's not as automatically good, but her potential is ridiculous. Oh, I feel you. Yeah. Definitely. So that's why I like it. Now, now that you brought up, you know, like I said, Mike Makes Right, you brought up uh, Sacred Ground, I could see her getting splashed into quite a few decks, too. Because folks that like to have people in the back, let me go ahead and, and use this. He couldn't see me, put some stealth on you, you know, um, give her uh, active camo and get them folks in the back row and give her some other abilities. Because, like I said, if she could take out a solo and be sitting, chilling in the back row with some range and, and just be swinging... Bruh. She gonna get this gonna get ridiculous. <laughs> That's <You know>? ridiculous. <clears throat> right, right. So so now you gotta like say I got an active camel on rogue and I take out your solo. So now when she swings, she's not gonna just be six nine. She's gonna be seven ten. But she in the back row. You gotta get through the front row, fly over, get your own stealth going. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, she I know she can get ridiculous, but my thing is it has to be worth it. No, you're right. So is is it's just gotta be worth it. You know? because for me, she's a tech character. <laughs> she's not gonna be my main fire drop. Which is already a tough spot to fill, considering that you only playing at maximum, you probably only playing four or five drops. You're not playing more than four or five drops usually. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, most people only playing three. Right. So if I'm playing three five drops and she's my tech five drop, then I might not even be playing her on turn five. I might be playing her on another turn just so I can bust up the curve. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, for example, um, I lethal a primeval because my man is only six, six defense. And I lethal a primeval. That's, now we got a whole different set of problems. You know what I mean? We got a whole different set of problems. You know, so yeah. like I said, uh like like Cosmo or Primeval, play rogue, equip her with an active camo, and and lethal lethal that dude or whatever the case is, however you get him off the field. Now she got plus two health and she's getting his plus six plus six and she's able to use Valvert and Jungle and you, you know bruh. And she got stealth, and she got invade. Now, now we, now we talking. Now we talking. Okay. So, but like I said, she's she's just got to be worth it, though. That's the main thing. Like I said, for like Astra, Astra is obviously going to go in a deck where she's going to be four of. But Mystique is never going to be a four of in a deck. I don't, I don't ever see her being the main character because she's relying too much on what the enemy is going to do. Yeah, I look at it a little differently. I think that I'm not playing her in a deck unless I'm planning on making her my main. And mm. the reason I say that is because if I'm, like, for example, like with Gargoyle, if I play Gargoyle in my deck, it's going to be at least three in there. But most likely it's going to be four. Four, right. And the reason, the reason is because Gargoyle is garbage unless you boost him. Right. So if you play Gargoyle in your deck, that means you're putting things in the deck to make sure that you can make him monstrous because he's either going to be monstrous or he's going to be trash. So I look at her the same way, 
Where that's if I'm going to play though. her, that's worse. This is a five drop you're talking about. This is a game ending. I, this could possibly I be a game ending turn. It's possible. Gargoyle is not it's on possible. a game ending turn though. You, you he may not be on a game in the turn, but what I'm saying is it's the same principle behind why I'm putting you in my deck. I know when yeah. I play Gargoyle. I know when I play Gargoyle that you gotta have my makes right. I gotta have my makes right, or I gotta have some other way to put counters on him. Right. Or he's just gonna be trash. Yeah. A lot of times if you pull Gargoyle on three and you don't have a might makes right, you don't even play him. <laughs> you just, right, exactly. You just hold them in your hand until you get what you need. So I look at Rogue the same way. Like maybe not quite to that extent, because she I mean she is four and seven. Like that's mm-hmm. I mean, that's not complete trash, but you know, oh, if five. I'm if I'm putting her in my deck, if I'm putting her if I'm putting her in my deck, I gotta make sure I have what's necessary in the deck mm-hmm. to use her. And the thing is on five, you are more likely to have what you need. As opposed to turn three. True. You've drawn four more cards at minimal. So, I mean, that's just the way I look at it, especially considering how Brotherhood works. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, they have on they have an on-team plot twist that, that adds two counters. You got uh uh sacred ground, that's plus six, plus six. So you you have a pretty good opportunity to boost her up enough to make her useful. Mm-hmm. But it's still a lot of randomness going on too. Because even if, even if you do play her, you know the character you might want to take might have multi health. So it's not, you know, it's just not guaranteed. Right. Yeah, I feel you. High risk, high reward. Yeah. No, definitely that. Definitely high risk, high reward. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, it's it's rough. It's rough. You and you really have to be methodical about what you're gonna get. Because, like I said, I would rather her have range to make sure that she can, you know, buck shots from the back, but they might not have range. Um, you got to know specifically how you're going to attack folks because you got to have access. She don't have flight or range. So you're not going to have access to, to um, some type of way to get around her possibly getting struck back, you know. Right. Um, right. The, the best swing that she's going to be able to do is to take a pump and get get a stat boost and take out a character that's got one health and now she has one additional health plus whatever their ability is. And, and she's got to have a good ability because a lot of the good abilities are going to be on multi-health characters. You know, so it's not... Not only are you risking a lot playing her on five if she's the main five drop, as the game progresses, you're going to have to have her go into people who, like like I said, as the game progresses on turn five, she's already understated on five. So that means yep. you ha- it's going to take more and more out of your hand just for her to stun somebody. She needs to get splashed in the deck where she can get lethal. That's really what she needs. Like, you need to play Sinister on five and play her on six give her lethal, and then pump her up. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that. You know what I'm saying? She needs lethal to get rid of these people, and she needs to be big enough where she can't get struck back. She's going to need some type of help 
in addition to just getting pumped up. She's probably going to need a combi stick to make sure they can't play no plot twist because she's only going to get one swing. You know, she's she's going to need some type of stealth. Like, say you, you get stuck and you play her, uh, you got to play her on five because you didn't pull Sinister or whoever the other five drop was. You know, so now you got to do something to make her big enough to even stick around. Because if, if she's not in front, maybe somebody, you know, your main character just going to take it to the jaw. You know, so, like I said, uh, it's, just, it's just a lot of moving parts with her in order for her to um, be successful. Whereas we don't have these issues <laughs> with Mystique and Astra. It's like, oh, this is what you do. This way you go. And this is how I'm going to use you. Done deal. Man, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the challenge, man. Put a bag on her head and let's go. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. Like I said, it's it's going to be, I think, that lack of um, consistency is going to be problematic. You know, I, pre- I prefer something that's going to be consistent. She's definitely not going to be consistent. You know, so. But no, it'll be, be interesting to see how people use her. Because one of the things I hate when you have stuff like that, like when I was playing the Six Drop Rogue, back when I had a, like a mono She-Hulk deck, I hated getting abilities that were like a pure effects. Hated that trash. Right. You know, <laughs> junk is 100% useless. You know, so... <laughs> That that mess it was super annoying, you know. So, but like you said, you get some some type of uh, status effect. You stun Red Skull, you know. Either Red Skull, you stun, uh, uh, like I said, Kobic. You know, some of these um, some of these uh, uh, photo characters that can get out of hand. Dude, just just keeping Winter Soldier on the field is such a problem. Such a huge problem. She get rid of Winter Soldier. She got range, and she's plus four, plus four. So now she's what eight eleven, and she's got three health. She's eight eleven, three health, and she got combat master, and range. Now we, you know, you know what I'm saying. Now we talking. She she stuns ego and doesn't get struck back. Now we talking. You know what I mean. Get that That's two health beautiful. and get get ego's ability. Let's go. Let's oh, that's, go. That, that, that's 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 a problem, right? That's what I'm saying. So you you really got to have it planned out nice. Now, the one thing I will say, now that I'm thinking about it, Magneto's ability to boost Brotherhood and X Men characters, I think is going to make her an eight seven, because he probably is going to be level three by the time you uh, it's all said and done. Let me pull him up. Hold up. Yeah, when he's level three, X-Men and Brotherhood characters, supporting characters, have plus four attack. And each yep. X-Men supporting character on your side and in your hand, deck, and KO pile is also X-Men and vice versa. So that means she's going to be able to team yep. attack with folks and all that type of stuff. Do X-Men or Brotherhood have any lethal people? Um, I don't think the they got closest thing they get. Closest thing they got the lethal, even though it's not really lethal, it's magic. It's magic six drop. Right. She removed the folks from the game. But Rogue specifically right. says when she KOs, so that's not gonna work. Right. Exactly. Right. So So no. <laughs> Let's see. Lethal. 
Let's see what the faction is. Brotherhood and X-Men. Blank. No, hold on. Let me get rid of this. Still blank. Nope. <laughs> they don't have no lethal people, dude. Uh, Deadpool, which is the main character, so. Um. Oh, okay. That might work in her favor. If Deadpool gave her lethal. Characters on your side. Yeah, um, Merc with a mouth. That might work in her favor. That's about it. Actually, mm, oh, that's actually not bad. That or uh, kill a voice. You know. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, because I don't mind giving her lethal that way, because you could always play Lambert or something like that. Because I mean, even Quake has two health on four. You know. Oh, so. that actually works because you're probably playing because you're playing Lambert and Mystique. Mm-hmm. That works, right? Right. So, Killer Voice might actually work in her her favor. The only thing I don't like is Mystique is using using yellow and red, which isn't giving her any type of counters. You know, you'd have to use a wild in order to give her might makes right, and that's risky. It's one out of fifteen cards. You might have used a wild to give her the yellow, or to to use to use the palettes, or to use the uh, the metamorph. You know, so. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Any any final thoughts about the cards we got though? Um, these are all really good cards. Even the infinite of Rogue doesn't take her down to where she's not playable. No, she's Mystique definitely is, playable. Mystique is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Astra. Any card that says you can drop me pay two <laughs> pay two uh, locations. And clone any freaking card on the board, except for uh, well, any enemy characters. Is yep. that's the fact that you could drop her right after somebody plays Galactus mm-hmm. and duplicate their Galactus, and all you paid was two <laughs> recruit points. And now you pay you pay a couple of locations, a couple of locations, man. I mean, yeah, four because that's, that's right. Four <laughs> recruit. Okay, I'll, do, I'll that. do that. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'll do that. And then I still got recruit points left too. Yep. Yep. Man, please give me that. Let me yep. let me get all that. Agreed. So yeah, that's 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 bananas. Yeah, this this they they I see they they leading in towards that a little bit more, using two uh two locations for more powerful stuff early game. I like it. I like it a lot because that that changes things. Because if you have more powerful early game characters. You, we're closer and closer to a significant swarm deck. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and if you got a swarm deck and you got might makes rights, then that makes genius that more dangerous, that much more dangerous. You know, so um, eventually you get to a point, depending on the type of deck you make, where you're putting down resources, but you're not playing characters that you're not curving out anymore. And now you're going to start putting out like like Annihilus, you know, using him and Hyperstorm to bring out two Annihilation Waves. You know what I'm saying? So she's she's a problem, too, because imagine you play her on four, you keep her alive and then you play Hyperstorm on five. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot going on there. So that is that's a lot going on there, man. So if somebody is playing on curve, that'll slow you down. But if somebody is playing, let's say they play two characters, and you got you got a high defense deck, you know, like like uh, Invisible Woman, where they got to get through this ten defense and this flight, and they can't get to Hyperstorm and they can't get to Astra. Okay, that's on you. And you can keep playing all these characters if you want to. You know, I got Shadow Cat in the deck, and I'm nullifying attacks. She flipping the the green, or she flipping the blue to nullify attacks, and you can't get through. And I'm flipping this this red and this yellow, and I'm I'm cloning the people you bringing out, and you still not able to get through to these jokers. My field is gonna get huge every time you play somebody. And keep in mind, I can keep cloning your people as long as they're out. So if I got if I clone your JJ but I got stealth and I'm not attacking your JJ, but you're attacking my JJ to get to me. I'm going to just clone your JJ again. So as long as your people out, you helping me, you doing me a favor. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's a problem. That's a, that's a huge problem, especially if she come out on turn one, because now every time you bring something out, you're going to be iffy about what, <laughs> about what you're going to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be straight up iffy, like, mm-hmm. If I, if I pull pull somebody out and she clone them, it's going to be some problems, you know? Because she really can be brought out on any turn and be a threat. The, the least, the longer the game goes and you know I got this character, the more of a threat she is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's just problematic. So, like I said, uh, but you got you got any last thoughts? Oh man, I'm looking forward to the next the next issue here. Yep, looking forward to seeing what we at what else we got coming. I, I'm really interested in seeing what a pyro and avalanche deck or MC is going to look like because th- these are not characters that you normally would consider to be MCs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they more like lackey characters, right? And we just got a we just got a fire a multiple fire based characters, and we also just got a got a uh, resource restoring character. So I'm just wondering, I just want to see what they got coming, um, in this in these next few previews. Same, definitely want to see what they got coming up. All right, so we go ahead and wrap this up. It's your boy Cell, along with my co-host. Burn. So any thoughts, comments, concerns, go ahead and email us at teamapexforthewin at gmail.com. It's teamapexforthewin, spell the whole thing out, at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Peace.